Yo, this is V, aka Vernon English, and just topping it out for the hour. So we like, this is the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. If you're not familiar with slang, I apologize already, because it's not even. I call it code switching. You, you switch from something like a word or a slang word, and then you switch back over to something quite intricate and uh, elaborate that you can, you know, extrapolate upon. (laughs) You can find me on Amazon.com. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on many, many multi-platforms. I'm eventually assuming I'll get a link tree or something like this. Uh, I have Venmo, Cash App, all that, all that, all that. And um, basically, you can attribute this to a writer's room and just the blurbs from a writer uh, to other writers to continue their craft and to meticulously uh, go through and rehash what it is that they're doing. Uh, It's not just a thing that you announce to someone as if you are a self-proclaimed artist. And even if that is the case, uh, it is the part of doing and that's where I come in and actually basically you know outline what it is that I do as far as inspiration goes that that's pretty much the catalyst for many many things of not doing something and doing is being inspired behind it you know what is that driving force that moves your hand to the pen or the pencil to the paper it's so intricate and I really really you know detail and go through all the things that i go uh, through as an artist and it's not even you know the imposter syndrome or anything like that it's pretty much um i've known you know gone through all the faces and can you know (laughs) document and definitely tell what someone is going through if they are creating or if they are you know thinking of a goal that is unimaginable or unattainable it it pretty much is the little things that aren't so little each and every day uh, that etch away at the goal uh, regardless of what date that you have for it as long as you're shooting in the realm of it like as long as I mean honestly somebody continues to work towards something and they finish it in that year that they set (laughs) which is a spread of like 12 months like, I really don't have an issue with someone's creative process. And that's, you know, the most removed and most, you know, loose base form that I can give someone as a template. Uh, it, it's just this root and very stringent type of, you know, attempt to creating uh, creates or constricts, I feel, right? and say all those words five times fast and look them up in the source. No, um, when you go about, you know, thinking of something as a scientist would and writing a science fiction paper like a scientist would, I mean, undoubtedly someone who is not a collegiate wouldn't understand, you know, every word or semantic <laughs> sentence and word that you slip in there that there's this general sense of adaptability as an artist 
to give them that chance to be, you know, say, a, a, a different person. The, the, the whole purpose, and if you look at society, and before I go off on my tangents, which I'm already halfway there, uh, hit the subscribe button. <laughs> Let someone know about the piece. Apparently, I'm all knee-deep in tangents today, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, back back to the subject. And as a creative, like, I utilize this platform to showcase, you know, how... You know, a writer in 2022 would go about it, not should. And those are the defining things that many other artists kind of get the idea of, but they're still piecing together, you know, how to do certain things. And so we get inundated with, you know, those who have made it and those who have done this on YouTube, 6 million views, blah, 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 blah. And it becomes, you know, not depressing but very uh it's like a, a kick in the guts you know what i'm saying of seeing someone accomplish these things and for the artist it, this is a very personal thing you know this is a very mm, i want to say like it, it's the thing that uh solidifies themselves um as a self-declarating you know artist before you showcase your art to anybody else you have to feel comfortable about it first. And that's a thing I can't, you know, a psychologist will help someone with or someone like that, even singing in front of someone or, or saying something publicly uh, takes, you know, some gumptions and some big juggernaut balls to like <laughs> stand up and be like, hey, oh, this is my song, I made it. This is my, my art, I made that. Like, it, it's really a, a very, Mm, you have to love it, you know, and, and nobody can teach you how to love what it is that you're doing as a craft. You just have to find it yourself and definitely snap out of it when you feel like it, it, it's coming into a paper or something like this or it feels like it's work. Uh, initially, you know, when I think of these things and how I was or how I go about my inspiration process, it took really like, I want to say the large point of my early 20s to figure that out. Like, probably six years or something like that. And there was no judgment on, you know, my surroundings. But I definitely had to go and work through this point of judgment. And the feeling of, you know, how someone would do something and in my head, I'm like, yo, more, the more and more people support my art, the more intricate it becomes, right? And I'm just sitting back and I'm thinking of these things and I'm scratching at the surface. I'm digging, I'm looking online, I'm doing everything, you know, that an artist should initially do is surround himself with the things that they like versus the things that someone else likes. And the, that, that one pretty much, you know, you have to spend time with yourself. You have to, you know, self-care, you know, get rest and think. And those are where ideas come from as an artist, as a writer. I can't truly even say <laughs> as a guitar artist or something like this, like you got to get like 12 hours of sleep or anything. No, I'm just pretty much showcasing how a rhythm 
if one wants to do like a pie chart or you know quantify anything that someone does if you want to do that i wouldn't suggest it <laughs> quantifying anything an artist does by a timestamp or you know looking throughout their days in a seven day week or even a 12 month period of how many hours have been spent doing this versus how many hours have been spent doing that it, it's pretty much as an artist you, you you can't even really even quantify you know the value of the art and the time rendered and being spent in creating said thing there's you know artists that purposely don't even say they're writers or excuse me their creative process they just tell someone on a commission that they'll have it finished in some date probably like six months or something like that or a month depending on how they feel and how you know their business and getting off the, the backtrack of the list of things to do and for me I, I find this daunting you know because as an artist you, you generally want to like I say be firm with yourself but then to have that loose base of like in your head like yo hey you're an artist hey yo I don't have to do this I don't have to drink coffee I don't have to like you know, it's the designing of your days and your creative process that are the liberties and the joys of an artist. And to me, there's never an inundated, you know, whack day or a day that nothing happens because everything is happening all at once every single day. <laughs> it just, what, what day does someone decide that they want to call it? And how they want to act and how everyone else you know, kind of correlates to that uh, is the determining factor of, you know, when and how you'll see someone. But I dare say if you, you know, say see a cat on the street, regardless of what day it is, <laughs> you may or may not see that cat around the street. Like those are two juxtapositions of a, a same world, even same setting, but a different timestamp so that, that that's just a little bit of, of what I do or think as an artist because I really I, I'm so appreciative of the people who let me be myself my weird ass self and shout out to the West Coast shout out to anybody else who has seen me in passing and understood that I was definitely going from here to there and the point of adaptation or even being an artist is so that you can articulate this to someone else everyone has their own story and everyone has a very intricate output of this thing of this human version of ourselves and so with that i mean even being a black man in 2022 and i say this because i mean yeah I'm, I'm a black man i apologize but uh it's a cool experience you know to publicly or even visually be different and then symphonically, you know, be different and be treated different in a society. Uh, I understand in an intricate way why, you know, I'm saying I chose this. And it really, you know, nature versus nurture and ties always back into my book. I was writing about this last night and it's very dope because I, I was thinking, right? You know what I'm saying? Like a, a giant city the size of, you know, New York State the entire state <laughs> like 
the dimensions, the, the, the inner workings and the architecture, the engineering that had to go and implement into, you know, doing something like that is still taking me some time to wrap my mind around. And science fiction uh, heads and aficionados and people like this, I'm pretty sure they they feel the same way if someone drops an impossible concept and starts like explaining it. I don't even know, like a space station or something, and then intricately describing how, you know, the inner workings and how the wiring is and shit like that. Kind of in that realm is where I'm at. And it's fun because, you know, you're trying to do grab the dimensions of something and the possibilities and making them possible is a fun thing to do. But definitely it is a thing to do. <laughs> On a many, many multitude of list of things. And so I'm just, you know, chilling and like thinking and, you know, envisioning of what it looks like. And then not only, you know, say what if somebody else was witnessing those said things in real time and what they would be thinking. And I'm just going through, um, if there are no books, CDs, hieroglyphs, nothing recounting of the past, <clears throat> initially, you know, anything is possible as far as an origins to that said thing. So I'm just, you know, rehashing and thinking of what someone would think. <laughs> and say all of this five times fast, right? But it's basically these, these beings, Manfreuds and Femulas or men and women who wake up and they are in a sense of decadence. You know, they are in this extrapolated home or homes, and they obviously, you know, quintessentially it states their status versus somebody who was dressed differently and outside of their, their homes. And it kind of goes into this uh, he say, she say type of mentality or first come, first serve. And, you know, it, many, many arguments arise from that, but there are others who awaken in their homes and they're, you know, by themselves. And they basically have like this sense of wonderment and this sense of awe, you know, the way that someone like us from our world uh, going to their world would see for the first time and be like, yo, how is that even possible? Like, what? Like, that's not even, what? That's a shape? Like, you know, meandering 3D, 4D, like just things that like protrude out of the walls, nothing, you know, 13th or 14th century, uh, you know, Rococoan like type of, I think style, but something, you know, definitely indicative of where this alien world is. And yeah, I was just taking some time last night to do that. And as a writer, even if you're doing, you know, settings and if you're doing characters, you, you kind of want to sit you know, for a few afternoons and see what those characters look like before you write down their features and see how they would react in a human reaction versus something that you're making up in your story. Those are subtle cues as a writer to be more comfortable with sharing it with someone versus you know, feeling very apprehensive or feeling like you, you your story isn't good enough to share. Uh, any story is good enough to share. And I mean, other artists, <laughs> excuse me, other writers will tell you not to share your stories, but 
I am one <laughs> as a purveyor of creativity and imagination and I'm always going to tell someone to continue their craft and to continue writing, to continue anything they've thought of in their head. If they wanted to come up with a CD, if they wanted to write a series of books, if they wanted to design, you know, their their inner house, if they wanted to design their clothes, any of those things is just the stating and act of doing. So, and I mean, obviously planning, but you get it. <laughs> this is V, aka Burning English. Uh, this is the writer's room. Shouts out to LA. Shouts out to all the podcasters in LA. Shouts out to Mark Marin, your favorite comedian's comedian. One day I'll actually do a podcast with him, smoke some weed, film me. But, uh, <laughs> shouts out to uh, all my listeners and new subscribers. I appreciate you guys. Uh, that's pretty much, yeah, I'm gonna have some more. I actually have more uh, writing that I'm working on in the fifth book. So I'll be including that in the next few days, actually. So be looking for that. Peace.